All right, and before we get into today's episode featuring the 10 albums you need to know for October 2020, just wanted to thank our monthly sponsor. That would be Eric Baldwin. Eric, thanks for making this show possible. If you too would like to become a monthly sponsor, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes. Uh, You'll be well on your way. All right, let's get into it. The 10 albums you need to know for October 2020. Hey everybody, Brian Zimmerman here, host of Jazz Is Live and executive editor of Jazz Is Magazine, coming at you on a Friday, October 2nd. And if you are watching the video version of this podcast, you can see that I'm wearing my Miami Marlins hat, and that is because my Miami Marlins are in the MLB playoffs, and uh, this hat is good luck. So I'll be wearing it all day, uh, and that includes on this podcast. Sports fans out there, I know you get it. Uh, As a matter of fact, any sports fans watching, let me know what your team is. I feel like there's a lot of overlap between jazz and sports, especially jazz and baseball, America's pastime and America's music. I know a lot of jazz writers and a lot of jazz fans are baseball fans. So if you are too, let me know who you're rooting for in this playoff series. Anyway, we have gotten our stuff together here. It is only the second day of the month, October 2nd, and already we are prepared to bring you our list of 10 albums you need to know for October. This is a feature we put together every month on our website. It's a text article. You can go there and read it now. Uh, but we also like to do is bring it to you in podcast and video form. That way you can hear what I and our guest today, online editor Matt Micucci, have to say about these albums. Speaking of online editor Matt Micucci, he is here. He is waiting in the wings from Genoa, Italy. So let's go ahead and bring him in uh, so we can get to this list because it's a really, really good one. Matt, hello to you, sir. Hello, people of the universe. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I am doing all right. It is good to see you. Uh, I am excited to get into this list because we put together a uh, really, really good one. Again, we had to play some Tetris with these 10 albums you need to know lists because albums have been pushed around so much, uh, you know, due to delays because of COVID-19, uh, delays in touring, that kind of stuff. But we settled on, I think, a really good list here for October. Yes, and as usual, I'm super nervous about the internet connections, because uh, there's a thunderstorm here in Genoa uh, at the moment, and uh, maybe we'll get some background noise as well, including via the sirens that are constant around here. I don't know. It's not a particularly rough side of town, but I don't know what's going on. Anyways, uh, yeah, hopefully the connection holds up. That's, uh, that's Well, really we always that. appreciate your form of gonzo jazz journalism over there, Matt, in the ground, in reality. <laughs> yeah. What you hear is what you get. I mean, this is Matt McCoochie really (laughs) going the distance for you people. So we appreciate it, man. I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> and uh, we're getting some love on Facebook already. Lavinia Dreamweaver, our super fan, is saying hello. Hello hello to you, Lavinia. And uh, Byron Sanchez from Colombia. Hey, welcome to you, man. Thanks for joining us for the show. Uh, Matt, I think that's a good cue. What do you say we crack into our list of the 10 albums you need to know for October 2020? We should do our disclaimer. Let's do our disclaimer. Obviously, you know, we can't name the best albums of each month because there's so much good music coming out every month, right? So we love them all. 
we put this list together based on albums that we think are noteworthy, you know, for their music, obviously, but, you know, for an important backstory or a debut of an up and coming artist, just various reasons why you may want to know about these albums. But of course, for all uh, album coverage, news, reviews, things like that, check out jazzes.com. We cover everything. Uh, but we're going to start off the list which is organized chronologically by release date with a new album from the Brianna Thomas band. It's called Everybody Knows, and it was released today, October 2nd, on uh, Breathline Records. So uh, Brianna is an awesome young vocalist. Matt, what can you tell us about this album? Yeah, we got a couple of albums that are being released today. This is one of them. This is the list of albums you should know. And it's how appropriate is it that we're starting with an album that's called Everybody Knows? And everybody should know just what a talent Brianna Thomas is as a vocalist, composer, arranger, and band leader, active since the age of six, actually. This is her second album uh, with her band, with the Brianna Thomas Band, which she leads. And uh, the record is not just a showcase for her captivating and soulful vo voice, which at times actually recalls Ella Fitzgerald. Spoiler alert. Uh, later on in this list, but uh, everybody knows it's also a showcase for the rich sound of the band that she has assembled and leads. And this is a real solid program of originals and covers and uh, a great new album to start off this month's list of albums you need to know. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, Brianna um, definitely draws some parallels to Ella Fitzgerald and like the cleanliness of her lines, you know, her precision. Um, I saw her in Caramore at Caramore Jazz Fest uh, in upstate New York uh, a year ago or so. And yeah, I thought she also had some, uh, you know, some uh, a huge influence from Sarah Vaughn, uh, just in the energy and the kind of like the fluidity of her lines. Um, like you said, she, she grew up in Illinois. She's been singing since forever. Um, and she really puts on a nice show, uh, brings a lot of great, you know, spiritual vibes into her performances. And so if, if you're a fan of that, uh, style of singing, you know, just the classic Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald style of singing, you're going to love this album. It's a no brainer. So definitely going to want to check it out. Um, we shall move on to the next album on our list now. Again, we've been in these lockdowns for, what, seven, eight months, and we're all kind of craving the sound of live music. Well, this next album on our list is the anecdote for that. It is from the Dana Stevens Quartet. It's called Right Now, Live at the Village Vanguard, and it, too, was released October 2nd, this one on Contagious Records. So what can you tell us about this album from an awesome uh, saxophonist and multi-readist? Yeah, when you said contagious records, I thought it was appropriate you know. to point out that uh, <laughs> that obviously with this, like you said, COVID not COVID nineteen crisis, most of us are missing our live music uh, everywhere in the world. And thank goodness for records such as this. This one is from uh, saxophonist Dana Stevens, one of the best saxophonists on the scene today. Uh, which uh, is kind of sees him blasting out some new compositions as well as uh, selections from his rich catalog of um, of works uh, with a stellar. Quartet. Actually, I wanted to take uh, this opportunity to mention that uh, earlier this year, he released a trio date called Liberty uh, that is uh, really noteworthy. And I guess it's a little bonus for this list of albums you need to know. Uh, Liberty is also out. But yeah, um, obviously, right now, uh, released today, also an exclamation mark <laughs> there. Uh, great date from uh, the Village Vanguard. So check it out. 
Yeah, totally. And there's something very special about this room, you know, the Village Vanguard. You think about all those great albums, live albums by Coltrane, Sonny Rollins, you know, those saxophone live at the Village Vanguard recordings. This one totally taps into that vibe. Like I say, there's some kind of magic about this space. Bands seem tighter than they've ever been, but able to loosen up. That makes sense. Tight, but loose, uh, you know, clean, but a little dirty. There's a sense of exploration, um, you know, that you get this boost of confidence from being at the Village Vanguard, uh, but it also, you know, puts you at the top of your game. So again, if you're just looking for that classic style, that John Coltrane live, the Village Vanguard sprawling out, but super precise, super technical, this is the album uh, for you. So yeah, another great one by Dana Stevens. All right, this was the album uh, you teased, Matt, in your spoil alert, uh, third on the list here. Again, it's another one coming out today, October 2nd. It is previously unreleased recordings from Ella Fitzgerald. The name of the album is uh, The Berlin Lost Tapes. And like I said, comes out today on Verve Records. So this is an important one, Matt. Yeah, I was super excited about this one, and I've been listening to it a lot today, actually. Um, I think I don't think there's much that needs to be said about it because uh, it's Ella Fitzgerald, and it's uh, recordings that have never been uh, released before, and they, they have been... Uh, they were discovered in Norman Grant's personal archive, you know, the founder of Verve Records. And uh, this this is fantastic stuff. I mean, the word that comes to my mind when I, when, I, when I think of this album, having listened to it a lot at this point, is feel good. I mean, the absolute joy uh, of hearing Ella Fitzgerald do her thing. And her voice is right front and center in this recording. It's right yes. up there. And uh, a smile on your face and a pep in your step. Her voice is certainly front and center as Matt, yours cuts in and out a little bit. Must be that connection. The thunderstorms might be rolling in, but you're absolutely right. I mean, this is footage taken from Berlin. Now, there has been recordings of this kind of tour when she went to Berlin um, in the 60s, but not these ones. And uh, yeah, there's something special about Ella Fitzgerald live. That's a side of her. She really shines in the studio, no doubt. And again, that's due to that like just precision that she had, just super clean line. But to see her live, she was so humorous. She was so witty. She was able to connect with the crowd. Um, and to get to see that side of her like you do on this disc um, is really something special. Uh, they released earlier this year a documentary about Ella Fitzgerald. So this is kind of a nice follow up to that. If you want to get an extra dose of Ella, check out this album, uh, The Berlin Tapes. All right, Matt, we'll move on to the next album on our list. This one is from the cornetist, uh, Ron Miles. It's a Blue Note release. I believe it's his debut, Blue Note uh, yes. debut as a leader. It's called Rainbow Sign, and it will be released October 9th. So what can you tell us about this one? Yeah, I mean, it's a very personal touch and relief from cornetist Ron Miles, and it is his Blue Note debut, so that's worth mentioning. Uh, most of this album was written as, as his father passed away, and it's very much inspired by that. It's very profound music. Uh, and, uh, and once again, it finds him alongside the same band as his acclaimed 2017 album, I Am A Man, uh, featuring, among others, Bill Frizzell on guitar, stellar lineup, fantastic album. 
Yeah, you know, it, people throw around the term like spiritual jazz a lot, and most often when they do that, they're referring to, you know, things like, you know, Sun Ra or Ferris, you know, very kind of like cosmic, uh, you know, new age vibe type stuff. This is spiritual jazz in a little bit of a different sense of the term, and just that he's really dealing with quest for meaning and revelation um, and themes of, you know, eternity and it's a really kind of meaningful album. Not that it's heavy at all because the music can be like remarkably fluid. Um, but this just feels like an important album and an important statement. And uh, yeah, Ron Miles with that, that band, it's, it's going to be a knockout. So a great new album to check out on blue now blue note. All right. Speaking of Sun Ra, you like that segue, Matt? Um, next album on our list is by yeah. the one, the only Sun Ra Orchestra. Uh, it's called Swirling, and it too will be released October 9th. This one is on Strut Records. So, Matt, I know you're a big Sun Ra fan. What's oh, up yeah, with this yeah. one? A huge uh, Sun Ra fan. Uh, this is Sun Ra Orchestra. has been continuing to spread Sun Ra's astral message since the band leader's death. And uh, it, it's, of course, under the direction of Martian Allen, who's a great in his own right. This is their first studio album in, in over 20 years. Music-wise, the program includes uh, new interpretations of the ensemble's uh, works and uh, also a blues resurrected from Sun Ra's archive and uh, that's the reason us to get excited but uh, sadly it's also the final recording of uh, orchestra longtime members Danny Ray Thompson and Ata Kune and uh, yeah it's excellent stuff I mean it's the Sun Ra orchestra and they're back yeah, hard to believe that it's been 20 years since they've released a studio recording. Um, and this one's great. I'll just read a little quote here from the saxophonist uh, Noel Scott. He says, we truly hope that this recording brings much joy to a planet which is so deeply in need of a spirit, sound, and vibration. We hope it contributes to a change in the ominous direction of a man's journey through the cosmos. Amen to that. You know, we yeah. could surely oh, yeah. use some good vibes right about now. I was going to say positive vibes, but again, that word has a different connotation these days. Uh, right, oh, your segues are so great. I know exactly <laughs> why you said that. That's right, because the next album, actually, that was, that was, I wish I could take credit for that. That was totally unintentional. I had not yet scrolled through the list. I swear. Bro, good things just I, happened. Good things just happened. You don't even know. <laughs> That's right. Um, next album on our list happens to be by a vibraphonist. So good vibes indeed. Uh, one of my favorite just musicians at the moment, Joel Ross. Um, it's a sophomore album from this player. Uh, it'll be released October 23rd. It's called Who Are You? And it'll be released on Blue Note. Like I said, October 23rd. Yeah. Joel is awesome, Matt. I absolutely. I'm still blown away by that segue, but I was also <laughs> blown away as you were. Look at this. <laughs> what are we doing? By Joel Ross's debut, Kingmaker, from last year. Now, uh, the vibraphone talent continues his process of evolution as a composer, as a band leader. He really, you know, blends narrative uh, into the music here, featuring his Good Vibes band and uh, harpist uh, Brandy Younger. Uh, on five of the tracks i'm a huge fan of hers as well uh well conceptually inspired by the title is this existential dilemma i wanted to say that you never know folks you may discover uh, a little bit about yourself within the creative genius of the music on who are you totally and scott shrewsbury is telling us on youtube i'm gonna get down on that joel ross record when it's released no doubt scott 
Amen to that, man. You absolutely should. We have, uh, you know, the promo copies here and grooves for days, grooves for days. You know, Joel is an awesome player. And I'll just read this because there's a lot. Let's face it. There's a lot of pressure on a sophomore album. They say that's actually the hardest album to make. Um, so I think this shows the maturity of Joel Ross. He said, uh, look, I don't believe in coming into anything with expectations. As musicians, we're just going to express ourselves. So uh, that was a good philosophy going into it. And um, yeah, really knocked it out of the park with this album. Going to want to scoop this one up, folks. All right. No, no witty segue for this one. Uh, it's just a, a dang good album. It's a new one. Well, it's a it's a newly released recording um, from Dave Liebman and Joe Lovano and their Kaleidoscope Quintet. The yeah. new album is Dancing on the Edge, and it'll be released October 23rd on Dot Time Records. Uh, this is a cool disc, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. It's another live a date another great live date uh originally recorded in 2013 finally seeing the light of day of course it's co-led by dave, dave liebman and joe lovano but it's another case of uh of five great musicians with distinctive strong distinctive personalities coming together and creating something really special together uh, five tracks in the record two composed by liebman and two composed by lovano and uh, a take on the oldie but goodie there is no greater love yeah, you know, and Liebman and Lovano were, of course, together in uh, Saxophone Summit. And when oh, yeah. you get these two players on stage, you know, you go into some concerts and knowing it's improvised, you can kind of know what to expect, though, you know, what genre, what general shape it may take. With these two players on stage, uh, you know, anything goes in the best anything possible goes. way. You know, it's that like that Whitney Balliate quote. It's jazz is the sound of surprise. And, uh, you know, with Lovano and Lehman, they will take your ears to unforeseen places. That's for sure. Um, so, yeah, a really cool album from a great little label, Dot Time. Um, they've been putting out a lot of good new stuff and archival stuff, too, including uh, some recordings from Louis Armstrong. Um, all right, Matt, we'll move on to the next album on our list. Number nine. Number nine. It is from the vocalist Melody Gardot. Uh, the name of the album is Sunset in the Blue, and it will be released October 23rd on Decca Records. Um, so what's new with this one, Matt? Uh, as the thunderstorm is, uh, yeah, I don't know if you can hear it, but it's really thundering here, and I'm really worried about the connection. Uh, <laughs> the one and only... Melody Gardo celebrates her jazz roots in a new orchestral project with London's Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, recorded at Abbey Road. And also, uh, it features a Latin-tinged uh, duet with Sting. It's really cool stuff. I mean, it's uh, this is the vocalist in top shape. I think uh, a lot of her determination, which has been a characteristic trait of her career, shows in the music of this new record. And uh, here she interprets um, it's an inspired program, blending originals and covers. It's, it's really yeah. excellent stuff. And Melody is really like chameleonic when it comes to style. I mean, she does everything, uh, you know, from Latin to traditional. You know, she's got this thing with Sting. So definitely getting into some contemporary music, a super versatile vocalist and just clean pure voice um you know, it's like crystal clear water um this is an exciting album and uh like you said she's had these themes of determination you know and just like dedication to her craft and so this is just a really nice collection of originals from one of the best vocalists out there at the moment um all right well move that brings us to the last album on our list uh and this one is pretty exceptional matt it is from uh drummer tino contreras the name of the album is La Noche de los Dioses. 
I probably butchered that pronunciation, but it'll be released October 23rd on Brownswood Recordings. So yeah, like I said, this is a special one, Matt. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes. Uh, well, Tino Contreras has influenced entire generations of musicians and stands today as uh, Mexico's most established and prolific jazz musician. He is 96 years old. 96. <laughs> you wouldn't know yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because uh, uh, from the sound, I mean, he shows those sounds of slowing down. He's ruminating about life and humanity in this, in this new album. And it's an explorative record. It's named La Noche de los Dioses, which translates as, uh, translates as Night of the Gods and uh, highlights the spirituality of this uh, latest endeavor by the the great drummer yeah totally you know this is a product of brownswood recordings which is kind of overseen uh by giles peterson who is a major kind of like radio dj curator personality um in europe everything he puts his hand on turns to gold he's got great taste he knows how to identify and put together great players um so with the giles stamp of approval yeah this this album is really awesome and what's important is it shows a passing of the torch kind of from generation to generation right because of 96 uh you know tino never sounds better but he's got family members on there who will continue his legacy or continuing the legacy of the jazz music of mexico so uh kind of an important document here if, if you're able to get your hands on this album definitely want to check it out um because yeah at 96 you know tino sounds you know three four times well i guess how would you say it yeah, he sounds I, like a man uh, three quarters his age <laughs> yeah i don't even know yeah, yeah Mets is not my strong point but yeah. i don't think at 96 <laughs> years old i'm gonna be doing what he's doing you know exactly it's, right it's pretty great you know well matt we did it we made it through another list your well we have another out. We have another one to go. Another oh, that's one right. To go I, I did not scroll down. Oh, that's right. Okay, there it is. <laughs> and, Keith Jarrett, and, of course, we saved... Uh, well, I won't we say the best, a, one, but this one is pretty pretty damn good. We saved, uh, a, we saved uh, you know, Keith Jarrett doing his thing on solo piano <laughs> right. uh, for last. And he's an undisputed master. Uh, Budapest Concert, the latest documentation of his talents within this particular setting. This, this concert was actually recorded uh, during his European tour, uh, of uh, 2016. In fact, uh, this time last year, uh, 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 an album that sort of documented another concert from this very same tour, uh, Munich 2016, was released. So it's great. It's awesome. It, it continues his uh, sort of uh, relationship with the ECM label too. Uh, I think the two are sort of made for each other, especially when it comes to this type of recording. And it's a great album to end our list of albums you need to know for October 2020. That's exactly right. And we had one of our new columnists, writer Ted Pankin, kind of, uh, we got his take on this album and uh, uh, the the pair of Keith Jarrett albums that was just released. Uh, and yeah, to read what he has to say about it, you're going to want to check out our October digital issue, which is out right now. Uh, it is out right now. Ted Pankin is writing about these two albums. He compares Keith Jarrett to like an architect of thought, just the way he's able to create these musical structures yeah. out of thin air. And that is what Keith Jarrett does and what Keith Jarrett does best. Um, yeah, that October issue the feature story is an interview with uh, TV's Family Guy creator uh, Seth MacFarlane, who I don't yeah. know if you know this, but yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a 
damn good jazz singer, kind of in that 1950s jazz crooner vein. You know, your Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Just put out a new album of classic stage and movie musicals. And I spoke to him about it. And I still spoke to him about the state of, you know, jazz films and, and movie musicals and about that golden age of, you know, Hollywood music. And uh, he has some really insightful things to say. So are you a Family Guy fan, Matt? I'm a, I'm a fa- relatively, yeah, I, I, I like, I, I think he's a great, a uh, great comedy guy, but he's super talented. He's, he's a super talented guy. And I, I, I like, uh, I like what he does uh, with his voice too. It's amazing. Uh, and you know, when, a, when, when a guy like that, of his stature sort of, uh, kind of keeps the, uh, pr- promotes this type of music. It's always great. I mean, I love to go back to it myself and listen to it a lot. So. Great Absolutely, stuff. you know, and he's worked it into his his TV shows too. American uh, American Dad, uh, The Orville, um, yeah, of course, Family Guy, all kinds of musical elements. Uh, I spoke to one session player out in L.A. who said, if it wasn't for Seth and his cartoons, his TV shows, there would be half as much work for studio musicians in LA because Seth insists on using real instrumentalists. Um, so yeah, just a great advocate for jazz. And this is a super cool album to read that story. Check out our October digital issue. You need a digital subscription to do so. But right now you can try one for just 99 cents per month for three months. So sign up on jazzis.com. Yeah. All right, Matt. That will do it for us today. Thank you for joining me. You held the thunderstorms at bay. Uh, good oh. luck over there, man. It's going to be tough. But we'll get, we're going to try to make it. It's, it's These are tough times all around. Even the weather won't give us a break. Oh, 2020. I mean, this year cannot be over soon enough. <laughs> all right, Matt. Thanks for joining me. Another great month. See you next month. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.